켜라! Yeah. Woo! Hey, Ashley. What's up? Good yeah. morning. Come on in. Come on in. Guzzle that coffee down. Come on in. Let's stand to our feet this morning, church. We're going to praise our God this morning. Amen. Are you ready? Yeah. Come on. Let's declare this morning, the, the first thing we're going to declare, the first thing that comes out of our mouth is going to be, chains are broken. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's what the song is. That's what's... Let's declare that over our city, over yeah. our own lives, over our family. Whoever you, whoever you you thinking of right now, I bet there's someone right now that you're thinking, oh, I'm going to declare chains are broken in the name of Jesus yeah, over their life. Yeah? yeah? All right. Let's declare that this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. Chains are broken. You have spoken. It is finished on the cross. Now I'm living in your freedom. Jesus, you have set me free. Oh, I will give 
Praise God's name. Amen. Making it louder. Making it louder. Making it louder than anything else that's going on in our life. Is there something that's crowding your mind? Is there something that's distracting you from God? Make His praise louder than anything else going on in our life. Why don't we shut our eyes right now? Why don't you just start to speak out thanks and praise to God? Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for all that you are, for all that you've done. Why don't you make praise louder than anything else going on in your life right now. Lord, we focus our attention on You. 
God, we thank You for all that You are. Thank You for Your sacrifice on the cross, Jesus. Thank You for forgiveness. Thank You for Your power in our lives. God, we praise You. You are far above everything else. Thank You, Lord. During the week, you can make praise louder than anything else in your life. It's a decision, yeah? If something's getting you down, something's getting you distracted, choose to make praise louder than anything else in your life. Awesome. Hey, why don't you grab a seat? Welcome to church this morning. My name is Josh and it's great to have you here. Hey, do we have any visitors with us this morning? We've got, uh, you don't have to don't have to raise your hand or anything, but we've got one of these packs for you just out the door. So at the end of the service, if you'd like to grab one, it's just it's got some chocolate in there. It's got a bit of information about us. So just head out the door and to the right, and you can grab one of those at the end. Church, why don't we just welcome any visitors we do have? Let's give them a hand. Great to have you here, guys. And I expect we've probably got some birthdays as well. Got any birthdays or wedding anniversaries in the house? Yeah, you know how it works. Come on down the front here. Time for some chocolate. I hear, I hear there's a big number there, Sarah. All right. 40 years old. Woo! Okay, we have a birthday over here. Come on down. Grab a chocolate. We've got an anniversary. How many years? 28 years. Woo, that deserves a hand, church. 28 years. That's awesome. Any other anniversaries? I don't know. Oh. Yep, anniversaries? How many years? 40 years, woo! Congratulations, that's exciting. Another anniversary, 49, woo! What an awesome type of anniversaries. Isn't it exciting to be in a community where we have these guys as examples of long uh, marriages in love, serving God, serving each other, that's exciting. Hey, we're gonna pray the birthday prayer. So why don't you stand, church? We're going to pray a blessing over these guys. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity, and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, grab a seat. involved in the life of our church. One word, serving. We have so many opportunities to serve our church family, including volunteering for kids church, making coffee, being on the hub, music, sound, visuals, lighting, communion set up, hosting, that's the best team. Sorry, Owen. I believe that as a church, we can really develop a culture of serving. We already have so many people who really get this concept. They just quietly volunteer week after week for all sorts of things. And I really want to honour you today for all the work that you do. Thank you. We appreciate you. I know for me personally, serving really helps me take the focus off myself and just reminds me that I'm a part of something bigger, something exciting that God is doing. I always feel like I get more out of it than I put in. I'm going to be at the hub after the service, so if you want to take advantage of one of these opportunities, come and chat with me. I know it can be scary stepping out and doing something new, but I encourage you to take a chance and see what God will do. Thank you.
That's great. So we're looking for more people to be involved. If you're not involved on a Sunday or other parts of time during the week, yeah, there's a board out there and go chat to Sarah afterwards. That'll be cool. Hey, kids, guess what? Time for Kids Church. Yeah. All right. So we've got primary and intermediate heading out that way. All going that way. And we've got crash available as well if you want to, if you've got kids of that age. While they're heading out, why don't you just turn around to someone and say hi, introduce yourself. Try and find someone you don't know maybe. Awesome. Jan just spotted Rex and Gail are here. Hey, Rex and Gail. Welcome to the North Island. Is it warmer up here? Yeah, much warmer. Yeah, very good. Hey, Pastor Sheridan is out at Activate Raglan uh, this morning. So, so that's where he's hiding. Now, girls, girls' day out. It's coming up when? Next Saturday, that's right. And when do you think is your last day to re- be able to register? You got it. So how do you register? At the hub, yes. Or you can click that link in the email that got sent out a couple of days ago. So uh, Girls' Day Out is next weekend. Uh, If you haven't yet registered, definitely do. It's a great way to connect with other women in the church. If you are a woman, if you're a guy, send your woman along. Um, There's going to be, from what I hear, there's going to be some amazing stories shared uh, of some of the women in our church. Stories that you don't even, you may see these women from a distance, but you're going to be able to hear their stories up close and the amazing journey God's taking them on. So it is not to be missed. So afterwards, head out to the foyer and we've uh, to register and we've got Momentum Prayer this Tuesday. What time? Oh, I was hoping the slide would be up there and it would just be perfect for you, but it's 7.30. There you go. So, so this Tuesday. Oh, okay. So we've got the 8th. So it's this, this Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Come along there. Hey, we've got um, Darren is going to come with us now and she with us around the communion table. Please give Darren a hand. Uh, If the host team could just uh, give out the emblems, please, and um, we'll just hold on to them. Uh, Communion, 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 communion is remembrance and um, we're remembering God's provision for us um, I'm just going to share something that's been spoken to me recently and uh, I've got two scriptures I'm going to read with that it's, the, it's in relation to sin and it's God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble so I'm just going to start in Jeremiah here a bit of history God is, Jeremiah has listed a whole lot of wrongs that Israel has done they just won't turn, they won't change. And this is a bit where, where God resists the proud. Yet in spite of all these things, you say, I am innocent. Surely his anger has turned from me. 
Now I'm bringing you to judgment for saying, I have not sinned. And then gives grace to the humble. If we go carry on into the story, Jeremiah 3, verse 12. Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return, faithless Israel, says the Lord. I will not look on you in anger, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt and that you have rebelled against the Lord your God. And I look at Jesus' time, and Jesus had grace and forgiveness for the adulterer, the murderer, the thief, the liar, all those that came humbly to him and acknowledged their sin. There's one group of people he resisted, and it's largely the Pharisees, because they believed they hadn't sinned. They were different to everybody else. And not only that, they made rules and regulations and made it harder for other people to get to God. We know we're born into sin and we're in a fallen state. And sin fully matured leads to death. However, through Jesus we have forgiveness and the Father remembers our sins no more. So communion is this remembrance. The bread signifies the body, the blood, the juice, the wine signifies the blood that was shed for us. And the Father willingly giving His Son and the Son giving His life in our place. So now as we just take communion now, uh, we'll just take the bread and the juice and I'll, I'll pray. So Lord, we just thank You for Your body, the body that was broken for us, the body that You gave up for us. And we just receive it now and remember it in your name. And Lord, we thank you for the blood that you shed. That provides forgiveness of sins and empowers us as your sons and daughters. Thank you for your blood. Amen. Thanks, Darren. Why don't we stand? We're going to continue as in worship of God. Awesome. We're going to sing a new song this morning. Called a moment with you. Um, the beauty of the lyrics of the words um, have really been touching my heart the last couple of weeks as we've been preparing and just the simplicity of it. Um, the fact that God can move in a moment like now and can change everything. And I just want to encourage you if you've come to this house of God week after week, month after month, year after year, maybe. Some of you might have been coming for, I don't know, tens of years, 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, I want to encourage you. I remember the picture of the story in the Bible about the man who was um, beside the pool and um, he wasn't able to walk or move or anything like that. But every now and then the angel would stir the waters and the first person that got into the pool would be healed. I was like, well, who, if you're the first person, rock and roll, if you weren't, stink. That would be really gutting, I would expect. And maybe you felt like you've been the person that's come 
week after week, month after month, year after year, and the waters have stirred, but someone else has got in the pool first. I believe this morning that maybe you need to look for Jesus instead of to the waters that are moving, to the angel that's stirring the waters, because it was Jesus that came along and healed the man that had been there week after week, month after month, year after year. It was Jesus. And so as we fix our eyes on Him, as we come before Him and we just love upon Him, allow Him to do what He wants to do the way He wants wants to do it, because it may be different than what we've seen before. It may be different than what we're expecting. So let's just fix our eyes upon Him and love upon Him this morning. That's our part in this journey.
struggling to accept that line this morning or the next line and I'm loved by you that's not a reflection on God it's a reflection on what's going on inside of us and the good news is that God is a good good father and he loves each one of us but sometimes stuff comes into our life that makes us struggle to accept that if you're in that space this morning, then the word is repentance. What is it that's getting between you and God? 
what area of your life you're not willing God to come into. He's a good, good Father and He loves you no matter what is going on, no matter what we've done. He loves us and He wants to take that junk in our life and take it away. He's already forgiven us. We just need to hand it over to Him and say, God, okay, come into this part of my life too. I'm sorry. So if there's something on your mind at the moment, right now, take a moment and say, God, I give this over to you. I let you in every part of my life. I'm struggling in this area. God, I know you are good. Come and help me. Hand it over. Receive the forgiveness. His forgiveness is there waiting for us. Cleansing. God loves us and He he loves you. No matter what is there. Nothing is too dark. He already knows it's there and He loves you anyway. He loves us. Hand it over to Him. Come into that part where you say, God, you are good. Lord, you are good, good Father. I can accept that. Let it flow into your heart. Let it flow. God, you are good. Thank you that nothing we do can ever make you not love us, Lord. Thank you that you love us, that you're amazing. We accept your love, Lord, even though we do not deserve it. We accept your love and we respond, God, by saying you are Lord of our life. Lord, we follow you. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your cleansing. God, we thank you. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, that we don't deserve it, but you give us forgiveness and you cleanse us. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. Awesome. God is good, isn't He? He is so good. Hey, why don't you grab a seat? That was an amazing time of worship. Thank you, team, for leading us. That was so good. Well, Jan is going to come and share with us shortly, but just before that, we have some special guests in the house this morning. We have Peter and Wow, our missionaries from Thailand. So come on up, Peter and Wow. Let's give these guys a hand. They are amazing. Come on up, guys. They were sent out from here many years ago, nearly 10 years ago, and they're doing amazing work, and we have the privilege of hearing from them about what's happening over in Thailand. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Ladies first. Let's ask well to say something. Nothing much to say. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Good to be back. I just, I just feel like very village lady come to town. <laughs> Need to somebody help me. Uh, um, 
I'm well and I really love to serve God because God called me to do that. And God is open the way because it's God calling. And always what I do, everywhere what I go, is God is open and prepare. And God want me to, to like, God called me to save people. And God is guide me by His Holy Spirit. I, I can't do anything. It's very hard to evangelism over there because very, uh, Buddhist is very strong religion. But it's God's way. They always come to God. When I open the mouth, God give me the word. And people is listen. Normally people is not listen. <laughs> Our Holy Spirit. And every one of them, I talk with them, they open because Holy Spirit. And thank you God for protect us. And thank you God for to give people what he like, what he love and God love everyone, but I love to serve God too. The first time I'm not really like it because it's very really hard. Because it's God filled me with holy. And I got the wisdom. I got the words by Holy Spirit. Normally I'm not nothing anything, but God is guiding me. And thank you God for like everywhere I go, every village I go, every, every village is open. And God open show them how he is and also he really loved them and a lot of them is God want them to save and pass from, from me too because he called me and I really happy to see him or to see them to save by God calling. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't realize but well is probably one of the most effective Thai evangelists. Um, and I've met, I, I've met a lot of Thai in ministry, and she's, she's, the, most, she's the boldest, and uh, God is using her mightily. Um, praise God. We're really excited to be here today at Activate Church. <laughs> Some of you won't know us. The last time we were here was five years ago. But I want to tell you that we feel part of you this morning. Well and I worshipped in this church for 12 years before the Lord called us to Thailand in 2006. So for, this, for us, this is, a, this is a coming home in many ways. Uh, we used to sit over there somewhere, I think it was, two small boys. Some of you may remember that. So this is great. It's great to be back amongst our church family. I want to tell you this morning that God is moving in lives in the villages that we're working in in Thailand. Churches are being established in villages where there's never been a church before. People uh, who have had no Christians in their family or no ancestors that were Christians are becoming believers, becoming believers in Jesus. Families that have been Buddhists for a thousand years or more are becoming Christian. Isn't that amazing? Praise God. And so there, there's new legacies, new spiritual inheritances being established in lives and families. It's amazing when you think about that. The Isan people group that we work with are a people of about 22 million people. Actually, they make up one third of the population of Thailand. 
But there are very few who have heard of Jesus. And there's very few Christian workers who are working with them trying to reach them. In fact, there's only about one local believer for every 1,000 people in the population. Now, that's an average. In fact, most villages, we work in the rural areas, most villages have no Christian witness at all and no churches. And so as, uh, as the Apostle Paul said, how can they hear unless someone preaches to them? Now, why is this work important? It's important because reaching the unreached with the gospel is one of the core responsibilities that God has given his church. It's not just reaching people in our family, not just reaching people in our neighborhood, but it's reaching people beyond our shores in other nations, in the unreached countries, beyond our home and to the very ends of the earth. It means taking the gospel to people who are not like us, to people we don't have any affinity with. Hallelujah. And so I'd like to remind you this morning that this is a church with a long history of involvement in missions. In fact, many years ago, at a time when this church had little involvement in missions, there were prophecies given about a time when this church would have an impact in the world. It would have an impact amongst those who had not heard the gospel. I can tell you this morning that time has come. We are witnesses of that. And that's something we can all celebrate. Amen? And so I remind you that this morning as I want you to remember and understand your calling. There used to be a banner that hung on the wall in the old building. And it said, keep the main thing the main thing. Anybody remember that? And it means Jesus is the center of all we do. And preaching the gospel is the core purpose of this church. And so I encourage you this morning, keep the main thing the main thing. In the Bible, in Proverbs 29, it says, where there is no vision, the people dwell carelessly. The evangelist Ray Comfort once said that the church is the only organization that exists for the benefit of its non-members. Think about that. They may need a paradigm shift. The church exists for the benefit of those who don't yet believe in Jesus. And praise God, this church has a vision and a calling, and part of that is reaching out to the world far from God, far from Hamilton. We thank you for your prayers and your support. We're in town for a little over a week. We intend to be at a number of meetings. We hope to uh, look forward to meeting many of you and in the days to come. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. We're going to get you to stand down the middle. We're going to take this opportunity to pray for these guys. So uh, if you know Peter and Well, yeah, just come down in the middle here in the middle. If you know Peter and Well, or if, or if, you've, um, if you're giving into missions, even if you don't know them, why don't you come around and let's gather around now and, and let's, let's pray for them. As we give into faith commitments, if you've made a faith commitment, some of our support is directly responsible for keeping these guys on the field. So really encourage you to keep those faith commitments, those faith promises coming in. As we give to missions, it makes a difference on the front line where people are hearing the gospel who have never heard it before. So that's awesome. So let's pray for these guys.
For I have put you in this place. I've walked before you and I see you follow my footsteps. And for that I'm very happy. Peter and while you, you walk a journey that's, that, that has been walked before by God, the footsteps that you take are, are falling in, into the steps that he has taken for you. And as you go, you will see the blessings that he has for you. You will see the, 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 the people who, whose hearts are, are, are missing something just crying out for, for it. And there, as you bring the gospel to them, you will see the lives changed. You will see the hearts moved and you will see people's eyes light up from, from looking down to looking up and you will see what God has for those people. So Lord, we thank you for Peter and well and the sacrifice they've made and the yes they've said to your calling. We thank you for almost 10 years on the field and the amazing difference that has made in those lives and the churches that have been planted. And Lord, we speak your blessing over them as they have some time here in New Zealand and then head back to continue that work. Lord, we ask for a continual expansion of your work over there. Lord, that you will continue to raise up leaders within their ministry who will be able to share the gospel even further than they can. Lord, and we ask for open villages that people will continue Continue to come to you and that they would be able to not only share your gospel with words but demonstrate it with power. Lord, we ask for more healings, more miracles through their ministry and that they would continue to know your hand of blessing on them. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's give them a hand, church. They are an amazing couple. Over to Jan. Good morning. I had the privilege of going to Thailand in November. So I spent time with Peter and Wow. It was fantastic. I could see with my own eyes and experience what we've prayed for them. And yeah, now I can actually I can pray for you and, and visualize it as well. And it, yeah, it, they're doing a, a great work. And Peter said, you know, that wow is amazing over there and I got to to see that as well and she leads the the house churches she pulls out the guitar and has a beautiful gift in worship worshiping and leads them and I I joined in with the shaker it was great to get alongside beside beside wow there and join in and ah oh, incredible experience and they, they yeah they're doing a great work mm. Yeah, that was a great, beautiful, beautiful word brought from um, Richard there, wasn't I? Just really f sensed that, uh, you know, I, I think he, what were the words, Richard? I can't see you now, but that God's smile, smile is on you. And, and I get a sense that he just wants to pour out his refreshing. And then also, I, I guess the picture that I see is, is that 
the refreshing that is poured out upon you, that the people that you do come in contact with in the house churches and the ones that you're yet to meet, they're going to be almost like, whoa, uh, experience that refreshing upon them, uh, and it, which will burst the hunger within them because of what's in you. It's fantastic. Thank you, God, for what you're doing through this wonderful couple. Girls' Day Out this Saturday, ladies. Exciting. It's going to be a great day. Can I encourage you, men, I know you're not allowed to come, although we do have some fantastic men who are going to be there serving, and uh, they're amazing. But generally, men are not allowed. But uh, can I encourage you, please pray. Please, 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 I encourage you, pray into this day because it is going to be a significant day in the lives of women on Saturday. Plus, we've got Claire Quinn as one of our speakers on Saturday. She's from Activate Fielding, and her husband, David, is going to be speaking here on the Sunday from Activate Fielding. So that's going to be fantastic. Great weekend coming up. Well, I wonder if we can just really, 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 really quickly have eight to ten volunteers come running up here, and while they do... Can you please introduce yourself to a few people around you, especially if you don't know them? Introduce yourself, and eight to ten volunteers come running up now. If you don't run, I'll pick you. Come, and introduce yourself to a few people around you. Have we got some volunteers? Reese, I see you looking the other way. Come up. <laughs> Do you want to come too, Sarah? Callum, Jay, quick, 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 quick. Danielle, quick, quick, quick. It won't, it's not, it's not going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Ben. Yeah. Come on, guys, come on. Rachel, Wendy, Naomi, thank you. <laughs> no, come up here. <laughs> Fantastic. Come on. Callum, otherwise we'll call you out. One more. Tiptoeing on the spot now or later? you met lots of people around you? Did you meet lots of people? Great. Okay. Well, I'm going to read a scripture, and while I'm reading the scripture, my wonderful volunteers, thank you, some hand-picked, are going to go to action. Okay. Thank you. Romans 12, 4 to 5. Off you go. Yes, thank you. Romans 12, 4 to 5. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. 
Let's give them a great big hand. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Our bodies, they all have different parts and they all have a special function. And same with the, uh, so it says here, so it is with Christ's body. It talks about the church being the body of Christ. We, the church, are a family, the body of Christ. We all have a special function. And I was thinking about, I heard recently that our amazing Suzanne Gunn, who does an incredible job in the creche, I heard recently that there's no way that she would want to stand here in this position here, speaking into this microphone, the, the, the function that I'm doing right now. But I don't think I could do the incredible job that she does in the creche. So we've all got special functions. We all have special functions here on a Sunday or a Wednesday night gathering as a church family. The hosts, aren't they incredible? Yeah, you can give them a hand. All these different areas of the church, you know, we wouldn't have been welcomed so beautifully. We wouldn't have received the bread and the juice this morning without, without the hosts or our beautiful communion preparer this morning. The, the bread wouldn't have been cut up ready for us or the juice in the, in the cups. The projectionist or the visuals, we wouldn't, wouldn't have the words there on the screen for us. We wouldn't have lighting. The lighting is amazing, isn't it? We get to enjoy all these things. We wouldn't have sound. We wouldn't have coffee if we weren't playing those special parts, the special functions that we have. We wouldn't have food. Was there food this morning? I missed out. We wouldn't have food. Thank you for the amazing person who provided, who prepared that food this morning. We would not have kids' church. Ah, oh, I thank you. Amazing, amazing helpers, leaders that put together kids' church. You know, I, I, um, our boys are not no longer in kids' church, but they were there at one point, and I thank God for them. And uh, we wouldn't have the prayer team, the guest, guest area. We wouldn't have the hub. We wouldn't have so many areas of the church family, the cleaner. Oh, I love things clean. <laughs> I'm a bit of a tidy. <laughs> the baptismal pool prep. There's baptisms next Sunday. Did you see that up on the screen? If you haven't been water baptised, then, then um, contact someone at the hub. You can be water baptised next Sunday. But we need someone to prepare the, the pool, don't we? So it's all ready to jump into and nice and warm. <laughs> we, the youth, our our youngest boy is in the youth, and I thank you, thank you, thank you for the youth team, the youth leaders. They're amazing. I, I thank you. And um, it goes on, accounts team. <laughs> we would be lost without the accounts team. <laughs> but so, Psalm 133 says, I, this is from the message, how wonderful, how beautiful when brothers and sisters get along. So here we are, part of a family with all with the different functions like the body, and but the importance of the unity as well with the family 
beautiful when brothers and sisters get along. And I, sometimes I wonder if that verse is put in there because, you know, it talks about how amazing it is, like the anointing oil. And, and I think, oh, is that because it doesn't happen that often? Just a thought. <laughs> But it is beautiful when we all get along. But also, you know, we're not only here as a church family, as the body of Christ, on Sunday gatherings, Wednesday night gatherings, whatever uh, other times we are together. We're, we're out in our community, aren't we? We're out in different parts of Hamilton or throughout New Zealand. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to do what some of you do in, in different parts. I would not be no good as the CEO of a company or as a PE teacher or a music tutor or a marketing executive or a farmer. I wouldn't be any good as a farmer. <laughs> a PA in a medical, the medical world or, the, or an early childhood educator or a, a, a teacher, a builder, a property manager, all these different areas, the real estate agent, the technician, the doctors. We're all different parts of the body. We all have a special function, that we're all together, unified together. We're the body of Christ. We are a family. And so I want to talk about this whole thing of belonging. And belonging is one of our values here. It's right up here for us. And I, can, can you allow me just to give a little wee mum talk here this morning, a little mum talk. And do you know what? I had no idea that that, um, that video was going to be up there, that beautiful Sarah Hoskin. Is she here somewhere? She's probably buzzing around, tidying up the food or something. But anyway, that lovely video of, of Sarah, I had no idea that it was going to be up there. So sorry if you're feeling a little bit like, oh, it's coming at me. But hey, let me have a little mum talk. Belonging. If you're not feeling like you're belonging as part of this family, if you're visiting here this morning, then just, just allow me to have a little talk. <laughs> if you're not feeling like you're belonging, can I just say, stop it. Okay? My boys are going to be hating this. Oh, gosh, Mum. <laughs> stop it. There is no need for it. Okay? There's a mum talk. There is no need for it. We're all growing ups. And we need to take the initiative to get involved and gather together with others. In a family, if you don't get involved, in our family, we all have different parts of making, you know, every, every home has the different things to do, don't you? If, you? if you make your beds, sometimes the beds get made. If you make your beds, put the rubbish out, you do the dishes, washing, making lunches, doing the lawns, all those things. In a family, if you're not doing, if you're not helping out with those things, then I would say that you're either ba a baby, because babies can't, or you're naughty. <laughs> Just naughty. As a family, we play our part. We help each other out, don't we? Sorry, boys. <laughs> so as Activate Church, our family, the body of Christ, if you're not currently helping out, playing a part somewhere, then we are really appealing to you. We're really appealing to you. Because some of our church family are activated, 
uh, playing a part in two or more areas to make this happen on a weekend or a Wednesday gathering or through the week in different areas with the, with the youth and the young adults and all those different areas. We need everyone to play their part and it is, goes with our value of belonging. To belong in a family, we play our part. You know, uh, Jared and I were in Christchurch. We spent um, nearly 18 years in Christchurch, but we led the church there for six years. And uh, there was this beautiful family that came into the church, and they had shifted to Christchurch uh, from another part of New Zealand, and they were a busy young family. They had three young boys. One was a tiny little baby. And I often think of them and I just think, ah, oh, I really take, take my hat off to her. She, the, the mum, the wife, she uh, had a look around the church. There was their first, first or second, first or second week at church. I know they had boxes all in the house that only just arrived in the city. And she invited, she handpicked a few people, a lot of people, she had, they had a house full, around for a dessert night. And I think she actually made the desserts, but if it was me, I was, I'd buy them. <laughs> Ice cream, toppings, you know, make it easy. But anyway, she, I think she actually made them. But, uh, and here we were at the house that only just arrived in the city having this dessert night. Everyone got, all these people got to know them. They didn't wait to be invited. They didn't, you know, they got, got in there and, oh my goodness, they belonged. Just like that. They belonged. I, I totally admire them. So let's be proactive. Let's be a church that is activated, proactive, and gaining the sense of belonging. Let's get out of our comfort zone, if we, especially if we see someone here, that was great that if you introduced yourself to people that you didn't know. If you see people that, a person, a couple, a family, that look like they don't really know other people, then let's be proactive and start a conversation. I actually heard that the Pickets made this their church home some years ago, when they first, they came along to the church, and well, they didn't know anybody, and they had just shifted to Hamilton, and a family started talking with them and then invited them home for lunch. And look, they're here now. <laughs> Isn't that cool? So I believe it's thank you to the Demets. Thank you, Demets, for doing that. Here, give the Demets a hand. <laughs> Another scripture around belonging in your church family is Hebrews 10, verse 25. It says, and let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Don't neglect meeting together. Encourage one another. One another. And Sheridan has been encouraging us as a church to have two connections each week, to try and aim for that, two connections each week. You know, if we're part of this church family and we come in and we go out and we maybe talk to one person, we're not really going to have that sense of belonging. But we've, if we've got two connections a week with our church family, then that's going to help with that whole sense of belonging. And a way that we can do that is through activate groups or small groups. 
So what I want to do now is I want all the Activate group leaders that are, that are here today, I want you to come running up the front right now. That would be fantastic. I have pre-warned them, pre-warned them on this. Some of them were here at the 9am and some of them are away this weekend. So what we might do, maybe all come over this side and what we're going to do is we're going to file across the stage and you're going to get to meet each one of them really briefly and I'm going to get them all to say their name. I'm going to get them to say what group they're leading and I'm for a little bit of fun, we're going to ask them to share why their group is the best. <laughs> so, how about we start with Ron and Gail. So, would you please, would you please file up on it? If you could stand on the stage so people can see you, they want to take a good look at you. <laughs> and give us your name. That the, you can, yeah, maybe we'll have the first three groups and then so on. All organised, and your name and the group you lead, and why your group's the best. Thank what's you. What's our name? <laughs> oh, we're Ron and Gail Smith from Morrenville, and uh, thank you, Reese and Sarah. We lead the um, or co-lead the uh, Morrenville group. Um, why we are the best group, and I think that was one of the questions, wasn't yeah. it? I can't remember. Because we worship in the dynamic town of we lead the dynamic in the dynamic town of Morrenville, rural Ooh. setting. And we have dynamic people in our group. Oh, nice. Um, we're not a special interest group, but we too take a special interest in people. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the other feature of our group is that we um, have the retired in the group right down to primary school children. Nice. So it makes it very Lovely. interesting and very exciting. Lovely. Would you like to add to that? No, Gail doesn't need to add to that. Thank you. So if you can pass the baton and then stand over there and then you'll end up all in a group on the other side of the stage. Thank you. Hi there, morning. I'm Mike Trollov and I'm the contact person for the Belgium uh, team support group. This is supporting the Burtons and now Kay Fickling, who you wouldn't know, who went over there last year. We meet every second Wednesday of the month. And the best thing about our group is that we meet locally but think globally. It's a hard act to follow. <coughs> yeah, hi, I'm Lance Langley and I'm representing the um, men's group that meets here on a Thursday morning. Uh, at 6.30 we have tea and toast and the most amazing jam because our leader goes and spends $12 on pots of jam, so we have good jam. <coughs> um, we, we have general conversation and then we, do, we have a Bible study between 7 and 7.30 and then we pray for each other for about uh, maybe up to half an hour or an hour sometimes. Um, so it's really, really good. Why do I think it's the best group in Activate? It's not because Wayne's in it. <clears throat> I look at it this way. I've been in that group for the last nine years, and, and apart from God and my family, anything that's going to um, keep me um, on fire is that group, and that's why it's the best group. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Wayne this, and Tina Duckett. And um, we lead uh, a young adults group. Yeah. There they are. They're all here today because we, um, we, had, uh, we had our Activate group um, last Tuesday and we read about Nehemiah. And we got inspired about him um, seeing that the wall was broken and, and, yeah. he f 
and he mourned and he fasted. And we got talking about fasting. So these guys don't normally get out of bed on a Sunday morning. So they're not normally at the, the morning service, so, but we're fasting. And um, because we want to we um, know more of God. We want to be closer to God. And we know that fasting is, is one way of, of connecting with God and showing God that we're serious. Um, and um, so they're dying over there. Um, and, uh, but they're the best group because we're all young and uh, good looking. Yeah, so that's why we're the best group. And um, yeah, but uh, yeah, awesome group of people. Awesome. Good to be serving. Right. <laughs> it's always hard to follow, Wayne. Um, I'm Brenda and I'm here to represent the Wednesday morning women's group. And we meet every Wednesday except in school holidays and we meet in the downstairs cafe here. Now, we are the very best group because we cater for all age groups and we run a creche. So we've got young mums right through to grandmothers. Um, we run a really full and varied program every term from Bible studies led by Christine Shirley, who's an amazing Bible teacher. And Katie Mills is a wonderful facilitator in the group. And at the end of each term, we have a creative morning run by Suzanne Gunn. With, we always have lots of food as well, so that's really good. Um, but one thing we do, Joe, that's really important is we support all the missionary women um, via email and um, have their newsletters read out at our mornings as well. And this Wednesday, we're very privileged to have Wow come and speak to us. So, ladies. Come and check us out, and come this Wednesday especially, and meet well, and have a really good time to ask her lots of questions. So, there you go. Awesome. Um, my name's Naomi, and I meet, uh, we, my husband and I, Derekas, we run a young families group from just borners to about five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so we meet every Wednesday and it goes week about men one week, women the next week. Last year we're all together and it just got a little bit chaotic trying to get babysitters or babies in focus and whatnot. And so we thought, well, one can stay home and look after your young, lovely children. And the other one can come and spend some time focusing. And it's been amazing. Um, our men had an amazing night on Wednesday and ended up prophesying and praying over each other. And I don't know, any time when you've got um, strong men rising up you know that your family is going to be in a really good place with God. So that's exciting. And why our group is the best. Um, oh, we don't have to clean our houses when people come around for life group because we share. Because we have families and we know we'd rather have a house full of people connecting with God than having an empty house that's really clean. So I'm David. My wife, Jess, who's currently serving in the crash, and I um, organise, kind of organise, uh, a life group that runs Thursday nights each week, most weeks. Um, we range from four through to myself at 30-something. Um, young 30s. And we, really the best thing about our group is that we're able to come in and we're able to question and we're able to prompt each other and challenge each other and actually have those conversations that sometimes you think, mm, should we be, you know, I have these doubts, where can I air them out? And, and we, we have those conversations and we're open to talking about those things. Um, along with that, we have good food um, and we always have crazy stories about what's been happening in the neighbourhood around us as well. Um, so that's fantastic for us. Awesome. I oversee uh, the high school age, the youth ministry here, the li uh, Activate Groups. 
And uh, so we meet on Wednesday nights uh, from 6.30 to 8. And uh, the reason why we're the best is because we have the best leaders. Uh, these guys are absolutely fantastic, uh, giving up their time to serve. And there's heaps more. Um, so these are just three. The others are serving in other ministries because um, they're super committed and they're just awesome. So I'll let these guys tell you a little bit about what they do. Well, I'm Nicole. I'm one of the leaders for the Junior Girls, so the Year 9 and 10 Girls. Um, and our Activate group is the best because we eat ice cream and frozen Cokes and we get good air workouts by the amount, to, amount that we laugh. <laughs> Kia ora whanau. Uh, I'm Ben and I lead the uh, Year 12 boys. Uh, our Activate group is awesome because um, Ashley and I have to do very little work to actually get the, the boys really interested in and what Christ is actually doing in their life. They're already really interested in it, and they, yeah, they love talking about it as well. Hey, my name is Robin. Um, I lead the Year 13 Boys and Girls with another leader, Nicole. I don't know if she's here or not. I guess not. But um, we're the best, I guess, because we get up to the most mischief. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I don't know if that's such a great... Yeah, Robin got punished by having a pig's bed in his head last night because they get up to too much mischief. My name is John Klaus. This is my lovely wife, Sue. We meet every second Tuesday at Flagstaff and um, we have a good time. Um, we try and meet the needs of the people in our group. And what makes our group the best um, we do life together and it's the, definitely the people that are in the group nice. that make the Water. difference and God of course Hi everybody, I'm Melina and I lead one of the young adults groups so we are all girls and we meet Monday night fortnightly and we are um, the best group because firstly we have great food but secondly I've had a really good idea this year that we'll meet up occasionally with the boys one and we might do some matchmaking this year so... <laughs> We don't know if it will work, but they can try, I suppose. Hey, I'm Peter, and I oversee the young adult age group, so that's the likes of the Duckett's awesome group and Melina's group. We've also got the Marsdens, who have a mixed life group, Jared and Arm, who aren't here as well, who lead an all-boys group, and myself, I look after the first year, or school leavers, so you fellas over there, I'll be talking with you. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. Uh, young adults have an incredible group of leaders, um, as we've seen here today. Uh, but we've also got an awesome group of young adults who we work with. Uh, why we're the best? I'll let you in on a secret. Well, we've got this trophy, not idol, trophy. It's not an idol. That goes around young adults for the best group. So currently the Marsdens have it. And uh, yeah, it'll be up for the next combined to see who wins it. Not, not idol. Hi, Russell and Robin. Uh, two groups. Uh, first one is a men's group, which is weekly on a Thursday morning at McDonald's in Greenwood Street. So all those that are into takeaways, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, 7am in the morning. So for guys, that's a good start for you and finish by 8 and get away to work in time. Second one is a Thursday mixed adults, probably we'll call them prime time, uh, which is fortnightly on a Thursday evening and that's at our place in Flagstaff. 
So best groups, actually the whole lot are the best group. So uh, whoever you are, wherever you are in the body, in the family, there's going to be a group that uh, is just right for you. So I encourage you to get involved. Very good. Awesome. Thank you. Can you, can you all just stay there, for, stay there for a little bit? Thank you. That would, that would be great. Isn't that great? And there are around about probably on between t- 10 and 20 group leaders that you have not met this morning that can't be here or were either um, at the nine o'clock or can't be here. Uh, So there are lots and lots of great groups and we do have the booklet out in the foyer so you can grab a booklet if you want to check them all out, have a a closer look at all the details. But I want to pray for you all before you go and sit down. I, yeah, I just thank you. You're amazing, amazing, amazing. And totally uh, add and well, how could we have that whole sense of belonging without the small groups, without these Activate groups. So thank you for what you are doing. Can I pray? God, I thank you for these incredible leaders and I thank you for what each one of them are doing and investing into people's lives. I thank you uh, for how they are looking after, pastoring Uh, the people around them, God. And I declare your blessing upon them, God. I, um, I pray that as they are hungering and seeking after you, God, to grow in you this year, that you would meet them and, and plus, plus, blow them away with revelations of who you are, that they would have incredible God encounters, that we would be hearing about these incredible encounters with you in these groups, God. Pour out your blessing upon them. I pray your blessing upon every home represented here in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Give them another hand. So if you really, really, really think that you can't, haven't got time to get into an Activate group, the week is really chock-a-block, then I encourage you to do something like uh, at least once a month, invite someone out for lunch, whether or not you go into a cafe and you get them to come and join you or invite them home to have some chicken buns and coleslaw or whatever it may be. Uh, We need that sense of belonging, don't we? We need to connect together Um, we need to keep, what is it, do not neglect, as Hebrews 10, do not neglect meeting together, encourage, keep on encouraging one another, it's incredibly important. So we've been talking about belonging this morning, and I'm just, as I finish, you know, I've been talking about the body of Christ, the church family here together, and You know, you might be here this morning and you go, well, I don't really know what that is like to be in the body of Christ or to be a part of God's family or to be a part of a church family. You know, with this this verse that that I started with, Romans 12, 4 to 5, it says here that just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. That's the body of, that's the church. That's the church. And then, but then Ephesians 1, chapter 1, verse 5, it says this. It's so beautiful. Ephesians 1, verse 5. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself 
through Jesus Christ. You know, that's what we celebrated before uh, around communion with Darren. God decided in advance to adopt us. He chose us. How awesome is that? He chose us. He wanted us to be a part of his family, and he did that by sending his son. That's what it carries on to say this is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Wow. And then verses 7 and 8 says, He, that's God, is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his Son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. Whoo! How beautiful. He showers it on us. He chose us. He chooses us to adopt us, and then he showers his kindness and grace, along with all wisdom and understanding. I'm reminded there that I need to receive every single day his wisdom and his understanding. So if you are here today and you go, oh man, I want to find out a little bit more about what it is to be a part of the body of Christ, a part of the church family, a part of a church. I want to journey with God. I want to get to know this God who wants to adopt me, who chooses me. I want to get to know Him more. Then I want to give you opportunity to respond to Him this morning. So would everyone please close your eyes, give privacy to the person on your right and your left. And if you want to respond to Him this morning, I'd love you to give me a wave. And I'd love to connect with you after or get someone to connect with you after. We'd love to talk more about this journey, help you along this journey. So if that's you today, would you give me a wave? If you want to journey with God, you want to be adopted into His family, showered with His kindness and grace. Is there anyone that wants to respond this morning? Father, I thank you for your church. I thank you that you have called us to be your son and your daughter. You called us to be a family. I thank you so much for that. I thank you that you sent your son for each one of us. And God, I thank you that you have designed it that we would function in the part that you've given us each to function, that you've given us each a part to play in being the family of God. And so God, I ask if there are people here today that need that little wee prompting, that little push to be proactive in getting involved and playing the part that you've called them to, that they would take that step today. That there would not be anyone in this church family that would not have a sense of belonging, that we would all join together, that we would partner together. And I thank you, God, that as we partner together, that we can be a force to be reckoned with. I thank you, God, that you desire us to have incredible influence together as a church family in our community and nation and the nations. I ask that you would pour out your blessing 
upon your church today, upon every home represented. In Jesus' name, amen.